Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A narrative let's play adapted and produced by Revoke GM. Combining in-game audio with additional voice acting through dialogue and descriptions to improve your listening experience. Rediscover the amazing story of the 1999 cult classic isometric video game, Planescape Torment, like you've never heard before. You step back into the reeking must of Ragpicker's Square. Ratbone, impressed, eyes you up and down. Still in one piece? <gasps> you must be special. <laughs> Do you know how to get through the portal? The archway up over the platforms? Eh? Hey? <laughs> no, I don't. Say, you could ask Carver, the rat catcher. Sometimes he goes poking up about there and disappears for an odd while. Cagey Bert, though. <laughs> Thanks. You climb off the platform and scramble over the planks into the slums. You see a few collectors boiling a rancid soup over a small trash fire. I'm looking for Carver. Uh, I was told to find him here. One of them, too weary to look up, flicks an arm, gesturing deeper into the shanty. Remnants of an abandoned community litter the place. Stacks of boxes from lost market stalls, hanging trinkets dangling on weathered twine. Washing lines adorned with rags stewed in the decades of soot-laden rain. And see here. No, nothing fast into your game. Around a corner, you see a man covered in short, dense fur. He's inspecting a series of rat traps set in a perimeter around him. Despite his odd, spindly proportions, he appears quick and lithe. Greetings. As you speak, he whirls and drops into a half-crouch. Though whether he's ready to spring at you or dart into the rubble, you cannot tell. What? Speak quick, now! I, I just had some questions. <laughs> well, I don't got answers, Pykov! You hadn't noticed it before, but he has a long, curved dagger in his hand. Are you threatening me? Why? Does Carver scare you? <laughs> you feeling threatened, Burke? No, I'm not. <laughs> Figures, looking the way you do. It won't harm you to speak with me. That's so? He squints at you for a moment, then spits on the ground beside him. <laughs> How's I supposed to know that, eh? I, I don't understand. What part don't you get, Buck? <laughs> Pay close. How's I supposed to know you're here to just ask questions? I wonder if they're questions I don't want to answer, eh? You gonna hold me down, torture me? <laughs> I won't try to harm you. You have my word. <sighs> Not a chance. Go pester someone else. <sighs> Fine. Just as you tend to leave... He calls out to you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold a moment there. Uh... Yes? He straightens up and puts away his blade. Who sent you? Why are you here? What are you talking about? He squints at you, long and hard. Then, after an awkward silence... Fine. What did you want from me? Like I said, I had some questions. Go on, then. Ask your questions. I need to get through that trash-packed archway, the portal on the platforms above. Can you help me? Oh, that's what it is. Well, that's going to be on my territory, that is. You'll need to find Creedon, another rat catcher. <laughs> A damn good one at that. <sighs> Fine. And where do I find this Creedon? <sighs> Creedon's usually in the hive, right outside the Office of Vermin and Disease Control. Office of... 
Where's that? He frowns at you. Back in the hive, Cutter. Find a town if you needs to. Why you want to be poking around up there anyway? That is none of your concern. Oh, believe me, it is. It really is. I'm looking for someone named Farad. You are, are you? He leans in and lowers his voice. He's close, you know. Why are you looking for him, eh? He a friend? Hmm? Enemy? He's got some information for me. Oh, does he? <laughs> well, you're in the right place. You'll come across the man soon enough. Who are you? Carver, I am. Who are you? I'm, uh, uh, Adan. He smirks. <laughs> ah, sure you are. What are you doing here? Nothing you'd care to know about, <laughs> Adan. It seems like you're searching for something. Nah, I'm actually hunting. He suddenly stops speaking and narrows his eyes at you. What do you care, eh? I'm wondering if I could help. Hmm. Well, I'm hunting cranian rats. Why are you hunting rats? Not just rats, mind you. Cranian rats. There's a bounty out of them. Didn't you know? A green for each tail you bring in. Green? Powers. You're a clueless, ain't you? Green. A carpal. Anyway... They're not like your normal rat. They're far more dangerous to a bug. The more of them that get together, the smarter they get. Smart enough to cast spells, even. Like a mage? The hive, <laughs> all a sigil, really, is dangerous enough without packs of brilliant spellcaster rats squeaking about. Where do you bring the tails? Why? Planning on doing some rat catching yourself? No, just curious. Hmm. He pauses for a moment, then sighs. <sighs> Don't know why I'm giving you the dark of it. But it's just downwards over the marketplace, through Mercer's Gate. Just don't go hunting rats around here. There ain't hardly enough of them for one rat catcher. There's not? Have any idea why? Mm, nah, I don't. Maybe they've been hunting too much. I'm not the only rat catcher in Sigil, you know? Just the only rat catcher here, Rat Picker Square. Tell me about this area. Anything I should look out for here? Oh, plenty. Though, one you really ought to watch out for. There's a rake wandering around the hive. Doesn't look the basher, but the man's a bone fighter, sure as sickles round. Who is he? Hold there, Buck. I ain't done yet. I was gonna tell you. It's not the rake so much as the grubby collector that's always chasing him about. See? I'm telling you. That collector's got more to do with the rake killing than just dragging on the deaders off. What do you mean? Hmm. Look, I can see you're interested. And this ain't your normal chan, if you get me. It's that dog. I'll be asking a favor of you before I spill anything more. I ask your favor. Good, good. I got a standing bet with a friend of mine. Bit of a competition, really. All you need to know is, I want rat tails. As many as I can get my hands on. Not your normal rats, mind you, but those are for cranian rats. Brain vermin. Get me... I don't know, 20... 25,000? I'll give you the whole dark of that grubby collector in the bloody rake. <laughs> I understand. Right. Now bugger off! It's getting gloomy and I don't want you scaring away the cat. <laughs> Farewell then. You leave the man to his hunting and make your way back into the clearing. What little sickly light there had been in the haze before has rapidly dwindled. The loitering collectors are nowhere to be seen. Ragpicker's square is almost deserted. There is one figure rummaging through the trash at the base of an enormous broken statue. He's mumbling to himself softly and nodding occasionally. 
He looks up as you approach. So someone comes to speak to Nod. S speaks to Nod. Ah! He suddenly breaks into a fit of hacking coughs and nods to himself. Are you all right? Me, me, me. He seems unsure for a moment, then nods assent. Me, me scoops up debtors uh, to, to take the Dusties. Dusties pay jink for dead. The dead to the right place. Dead happy. Dusties happy. Not happy. I we 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 not shiny jink. All, all right. Uh, farewell. Uh, uh, he shakes his head, <coughs> coughs, then resumes his nodding. Uh, you'd ask a nod. I, 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 I nodded. Ask you a, a, a question for for you. I go ahead. Ask your question. Nod has a sister. I Amaris. Amaris lives in the hive, away from here, away from the square. So long. Long, so long ago, Nod was separated from his sister, t taken away. You've been separated from her, and what? You'd like me to find her? You, you, you don't know her. You wonder how many strangers he's asked this very same thing. Well, if you sees her, if you does, tell her Nod, her, her brother. Worries about her. Ah, ah, he does. He he worries. Why don't you go find her? No, no, no. Nod covers his head with his arms. Nah, not 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 can't speaks right no more. He he, he can't. Nay, and 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 he smells of corpses in, in the dirt of the square. Rag picker square. No, no, no. What happened to you, Nod? Nod sniffs, looking to the ground. N Nod was young. Ah, he was, and, and, and started hearing voices telling Nod, do this, do that, but, but bad things, like bad, like, like chewing on Nod's fingers. He holds his hands to his face, and you can see old bite scars beneath the caked-on filth. Go on. So, Nod's parents takes him away. They, they does. They puts him in a dark place. A, a, a winged tower where, where they pokes needles and hooks in Nod's head. Voices stop by. They, they do. But, but, but Nod can't think right. Can't talk right. Nod escapes the place. He does. Wait, wait, wakes up in the hive. Where is this Winged tower. Don't know. Don't don't know. Bad bad place. Bad. He shakes his head violently, clutching at his temples. Mm -hmm. Nod wakes up. There, there's collectors. I collectors poking at Nod, saying, "Look, Nod a debtor. Debtor is Nod. Takes him back. Takes him." And they takes Nod's back. They does. They back to the square. So long. Long years, long years ago. All right, uh, I'll find your sister for you, if I can. No, not thanks you. He, he does not, not thanks you. Amarice was pretty, so so pretty. It lives in the hive now. Fair skin she was, hair like jet, 
and always in blue. Blue. She was always in blue. Farewell, Nod. Fa farewell. Farewell. You walk back over the boarded platforms and bridges of knotted rope. The strange sigil sky has darkened to an inky violet. You've no sense of the time, but the day has certainly shifted to night. Everything is quiet, almost peaceful compared to the streets you first encountered. A sweet melody drifts through the air, a humming that feels eerily out of place. Then again, deeper in tone, followed by a stifled giggle. Who's there? Silence. A doorway yawns and creaks on its rusted hinges. Suddenly, a lurch of movement and shifting of rubble as though something had leapt through the junk. You see nothing. You wade towards the sound and come to a ragged hut. There's a rustling, a scratching, a series of quiet squeaks. You draw your knife, grip the fist irons tight in your palm, and step through the doorway. A corpse, face down, teeming with large rodents, twitching as they chew at its lifeless flesh. Their fur matted and their bodies swollen. Their heads illuminated by glowing, pulsing, brain-like tumors. Several of the rats break away and pounce at you, scrambling over your body. You crash one against the wall and pierce another with the point of your knife. Two more scratch and bite into your skin. With a sickening crunch, Maud clamps one between his jaws and spits it to the ground. You grab another, twisting its spine in two. The rest scurry away, darting through the crags and holes in the ramshackle walls. Heart pumping, you scan the hovel. It is empty, desolate, aside from the corpse in the center. Beyond the bites and scratches, several damp wounds cluster around the spine. The brown collector's robes are stained with blood and filth. You turn it over and recognize the face of the pickpocket from perhaps an hour before. You check and see his bruised wrist and rotting yellow fingers. <sighs> no. Uh, Chief, don't look so cut up. This Burke probably had it coming. I guess. I'm not so sure. Looking back to Mort, you see him floating with a rubbery rat tail pinched between his teeth. You recall Carver's request and join Mort in collecting the morbid trophies. As you step outside the hut, you find you are hemmed in by three shadowy figures. Their faces obscured in the darkness. Shiva's goddess, what be this foul-smelling thing? Looks like one of the Dusty's corpses done ran off. The man chortles. <laughs> Maybe we ought to roll the sorry cops and drag it in for a reward, eh? He looks to his friend and waggles his eyebrows. Very amusing. Now get out of my way. <laughs> Get out of my way, he says. Uh, oh, why should we, eh? Because I don't want any trouble. Just let me pass. Ugh, enough rattling your bone boxes, lads. Pushing the others aside, this one has a fine mesh of yellow scales for skin 
and her wiry reptilian figure writhes as she steps towards you. She takes one look at you and sneers in disgust. What in the nine hells be you? Her lips curl, revealing sharp fangs as she flares her widened nostrils. <laughs> Never have I seen anything so ugly. You better watch that forked tongue of yours, or it'll be lying at your feet. For a moment, she seems taken aback, then sneers again, fingering the hilt of a blade. You look due for a bleeding governor like your friend in there. The rough handle of your fist irons grazes your palm as her hand twitches, ready to strike. Draw that blade, and the only one you'll be killing is yourself. We'll see, Governor. We'll see. I warned you. Mort gnashes at the wrist of the thug to your left, latching onto his arm as he attempts to draw his blade. Before you can react, the leader forces her hand into your face and shanks her jagged blade into your stomach with two rapid strikes. The pain is excruciating. You lock her arm and bite into her hand as hard as you can. With a shriek of pain, she lets go, leaving the blade hooked in your abdomen. To your right, the third thug lunges forward. You dodge his grapple and force him into the wall behind you, slashing down with your blade, splitting his cheek from ear to lip. You go to strike again, just as bloody fingers grasp your throat, dragging you to the ground. The leader has you pinned to the floor, a serpentine strength wrapping you in a death grip. Mort gnashes at her ankle, and she lets out a shriek as her tendons are severed. You flip her over and with three bone-crunching strikes. She goes limp and expires. With Mort's other victim lying lifeless in the trash, you turn to the whimpering fool behind you. Please, let me be! You stride over, brandishing your blade. A glint of green smeared in blood. No, 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 no! Merciless, you thrust the knife into his throat and watch his eyes go vacant. With a biting wince, you remember the dagger stuck hilt deep in your stomach. You wrench it free. It is agony as it falls to the floor. Your vision is blurry. Your breathing faint and shallow. A heaviness passes through your knees, and the ground rises to meet you. Description. Description.